Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. I'm your host, Saint C. Weber, and with me at the table tonight to help me learn lessons from musicals is my lovely co-host. Julie Eisentrager. How are you going, Julie? I'm going pretty good. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm all right. Oh yeah, kicking it. Yep, it's Friday and it's time to talk about musicals. Okay. All right. So, each week we get a guest. Mm-hmm, we do. And a guest picks a musical. Mm, I've got a fresh one this week. A fresh guest. A newbie. A newbie? A freshie. Excellent. Well, before we apply any more uncomfortable adjectives Uh, to- I've got heaps more. Yeah, I know you do. That's why I'm (laughs) cutting you off. Keep going, I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that lovely voice is none other than the host of Floof and Papa- Thomas Hooley. Hello, Thomas everybody. Thomas Hooley. How bork, are you going, bork, Tom? Hello. Oh, this is the man I meant to give a job to. I'm with you. I know who this is now. This is Julie. She likes dogs. This is Tom. He also likes dogs. Yeah, cool. Sweet. What a world. What What a a world. world. Okay, so before we get into the get to know you or talking about musicals, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let everyone know (laughs) we've had some feedback. (laughs) We've heard your cries of, we love musicals, Zane, but an hour and a half is a long time to talk about (laughs) one musical over and over and over again. Sure is. Was this complaint made by the podcasters themselves? Uh, Miranda did have a little bit to (laughs) say, even though she is... The main culprit for to making it run over time. I can say that because she's not here. Um, we so all did. Yep. We're going to shake up our format a little bit. Shake, shake, shake. We are going to make it a bit more lesson centric. Shake, shake, shake. Streamline. So we're going to, as always, let the host give us a little bit of background as to the musical mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what it's about, where it came from, why it exists. Then we're going to go straight into lessons and we're going to tell you why and what we learned lessons from, and that's going to be the bulk of the episode. Then we'll go on and do the fun Dreamcast and top five oh, at the end. Yes, Guys, wonderful, sit back, wonderful. relax. You're in for a quickie but a goodie. Uh, well, uh. Uh, look, let, let's <laughs> say we're, uh, we're hoping to now keep the episodes under an hour so that they're a good kind of morning-afternoon commute listen. Okay. Let's say that's what we're okay. aiming for. So let us know if you prefer this format or if you want us to go back to the old one. Uh, but, yeah, reach out on socials. But without any further ado... Let's get to know Tom. Cool. What do you need to know? Well, we have a traditional quiz. And I don't know if Julie's game enough to risk uh, Miranda's wrath. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) Uh, Miranda's just walked in. Oh, and she's just here solely to do her bit. Oh, finally. Are you ready, Miranda? She's nodding. She is getting to know you. Miranda, you were so good. Oh, bye. (laughs) Bye, darling. 
<laughs> Excellent. Okay, so Tom, yep. which musical character would other people compare you to? Um, I would say it is Mark from Rent. Mark from Rent, mm-hmm. because you are poor, tragically single. I guess, yeah, that's kind of part of it. I've definitely been compared for that reason. Isn't yes. that his defining character trait, though? A bit. Yeah. A bit. Like, also, that is poor. <laughs> well, that's everyone yeah, in that yeah, show, yeah. except. Yeah, no. Well, I think it's the lawyer. I think refuse. it's actually because he is kind of a generic kind of white guy as well. Do you yeah. refuse to get a job? No, I don't refuse to get a job. Mm, yeah, sensible so enough to have a job a and pay some rent. <laughs> but yes, yes. Mm. I will pay my rent. I mm-hmm. will not stick it to the man in such a it's It's hard not way. to pay rent in Brisbane. <laughs> Hashtag Team Benny. Yeah, look, mm-hmm. Benny Benny was not wrong. Benny was the good guy, I <laughs> he guess. He is a good guy. Benny was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what musical character would you like other people to compare you to? If, you, if Mark Ooh. is a generic white guy, mm. what non-generic white <laughs> guy would you like to be? I wasn't prepared for this one. Uh, if it's not a generic white guy, what non-generic, let's say unique black woman would you like to be? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sour kangaroo. Know. Um, Sour kangaroo. Um, like I wouldn't, uh, I don't know, there's so many characters that I would like to play but not really be compared to necessarily. Well, what kind of characters do you look up to? Um, oh... Audrey 2, do you want to take over the world? Oh, yeah, I don't know. This is a really difficult question <laughs> for me. I'm put on the spot because I wasn't ready for that <laughs> at all. Um, actually, um, Guy from Once the Musical. Okay. He doesn't really get a name. I can't remember his name if he does get a name. I'm pretty Fair. sure he's just Guy. Guy. Yeah. yeah. So he's, a, um, he's a good guy. Awkward yeah, yeah. if Guy is his name. No, as, as guy in is like, a name. like Man 1 is essentially who he is. Yeah. yeah. Guy, girl, <laughs> just like... Once. Yes. Okay. Easy question. Mm. What's your dream role? It would probably be... Mark uh, from Rent. Not Mark from Rent. <laughs> Monty Navarro in Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Good. I could see you do that. Mm. You do I would that well. really enjoy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Enjoy doing that role. Makes when I sense. put it on, audition. Oh, yeah. When you put it on... Um, I kind of want to be the dice quest, even though that's not a thing for a woman. But if you could work it, that'd be There's great. no reason we'll why see. it couldn't yeah. be. There is. It's just a character actor. What if the yeah. rights would let you do that? I think they would. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, that is an interesting question. Yeah. Mm. So that'd be great you, fun. I'll do some investigations. I'll get back to you. Okay, thanks. Tom, mm, mm, mm. yes. what's your favourite Sondheim show? Sondheim show, Into the Woods. Good answer. Mm. Mm. Is that a clear winner? Or is there a few that are Well, like- I think it's the one that I'm most familiar with. Right. So I think that's why I so strongly am just like, oh, yeah, that one, hands down. Well, I but- have a question for you. This yes. is a very important question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you first. The first answer that pops into your head okay. was in Into the Woods. Yes. The Witch Correct. Yes. Good answer. You can stay. Yeah. I'm oh, good. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Yay. Okay. <laughs> What's your go-to shower song? Go-to shower song is Me from Beauty and the Beast musical. Do you know that one? Wait, what? It's not very well known. There is me? a YouTube recording. It's called Me and it's sung by Gaston. I've but done it just it, sounds really nice. Is it? Wait, no, I've done that. You've been dreaming just oh, one yes. dream. Yeah. Nearly <laughs> yeah. all your life. <laughs> and it's just like obnoxious, but it's yeah, so, good so like. That is a fun song. Uh, it's deep and vibrato-y that yeah, it just yeah. feels really nice to sing in the shower. So. All right, well, this mm. is the most dangerous question of all. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
You have to delete one musical from existence. Which one is it? It can't be Cats. <laughs> can't be Cats. I've said Seven Brides All because right. it is extremely sexist. It's about men kidnapping women and taking them into mountains. And the musical itself, there are seven women there and they each only get given like one line and mm. it's just a man-run musical. And I just think it's so counterproductive and moronic. There is one female lead that gets quite a bit of showing, except I just what, I just don't like it. What if we were to set it so that that evil undertone comes through mm. and make it a very dark musical? <laughs> that would be musical. very interesting. I would like that what take. What if we were to gender flip it and the brothers <laughs> that became sisters? I was actually thinking about that. It, it would also be another interesting take, but... Still creepy. But it's still, just... It's, it's deleted, so it's we can't just, do it. Yeah, it's deleted. It's so, sorry, sorry guys, it's gone from history. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. Yeah. What? Seven watts for seven, who? Seven watts for who? What? Mm. Who? Yeah. Who? All right. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back and we will start talking about 36 questions. Woo! All right, Tom, tell us a little bit about 36 Questions. So 36 Questions was written by Chris, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Litter, Littler and Ellen Winter. Um, and they worked with a sound designer called Joel Raab. I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's R-A-A-B. Raab. And uh, they wrote this podcast musical um, based on a list of questions that the New York Times um, posted. And it's the 36 Questions to Fall in Love. And the theory behind that is if you sat down with any given person, essentially, and got to the end of this list and did everything that it recommended, you would fall in love with this person. Well, that was very famous at the time. Like, it went yeah, viral. Yeah, yeah, I remember doing it with my partner. Oh, it would have been after it came out, but mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fun times. So, um, so it, was, it was, the 36 questions were written by psych, a psychologist or pair of psychologists who basically did a survey of people who were in love with other people asking what are the questions that would uh, that basically bring to the forefront the things that you appreciate about your partner. Yes. Yeah. yes. Then they refined it, put it in a specific order, getting more and more deep. So it's, it's not mm. just a list of questions, it's also a list of it, – it's a – It's kind of a list of ex- things to do. It's like exercises yeah. essentially. But there's also ways to ask – there's also questions in there that it will clearly tell you something about someone, like if which way they politically lean or religiously yeah. lean without Question actually number 14. asking them. Are you a murderer? Yeah. Ooh. Are you Julie? Look me in the eyes, Julie. <laughs> Look him in the eyes. I've killed a lot of bugs in my lifetime. You bug murderer. <laughs> you bug murderer. Yes. So yes. 36 questions. They exist. Mm. That was 2015? Yes. I believe so, yes. Long time yes, ago. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so essentially they use the 36 questions as a key device in the podcast musical 36 questions. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Mm. And so in the, in the, in the podcast, in the, in the musical, mm. uh, it's not about two new people meeting and trying the no, questions. No, it's it? actually, it's quite a, uh, an interesting approach. So... In the past, before the events of the musical have taken place, um, they did do the 36 questions together and fall in love as a result, though they were already together and probably presumably already in love. 
Um, but uh, one party, the female, uh, her name is Judith, um, had been living under a different name, and essentially she had been lying to her partner Jace for two years, and then it all came to light about all of these this made-up yeah. pers- persona that she had mm-hmm. essentially created, which was like a very life. similar to her, except she kind of had a double life. You know, her parents were supposedly dead, but they're actually alive, you know, those sort of things. And her parents had come looking for her and essentially somebody knocked on her door and said, you're Judith Wright and your name is not Natalie. Yeah. And so yeah. as a result, Jace runs away and it start, this is where the musical starts. Yeah. Judith is tracking Jace down to read the 36 questions together again, again. to try and see if Judith and Jace are in love instead of just Natalie and Jace. What yeah. I wanted to do coming into this episode today, because there isn't, um, you know, it, it's not as tangible a musical as some others, like you can't see it. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's no wiki for it. There's not a huge amount of back, like it was, mm. it's <laughs> relatively new musical. Yes. yes. Um, so was last year, I think it came yes. back. Yes. yes. Yeah, it was released last year. So I was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to the soundtrack and try and work out what's happened and why it's happened. Yeah. So it's very interesting having explained exactly what happened within those 36 questions, that it was two years prior, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Because I'm yep. like sitting there listening to it. I'm like, did she? was this online they did this questionnaire? Because you can't do it online. That's not how that works. <laughs> Had they not met? And so you've mm. just filled in a few blanks for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Which so, is um, interesting to know she's so been living it for two years. So found out it is basically just before the events of – Except they had been married for two years. As oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what? Yeah, yes. it's a is kind of a, a big betrayal oh that he's just kind of that he's away trying from. to yeah, deal so with. Yeah. When when he's singing about that, and you know, she's trying to convince him. Well, you know, Judith yeah. and, and Natalie aren't that. So we like yeah, these things very, together. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Mm. I, when I'm listening to it and not knowing that it's two years of deception, I was like. Calm down, dude. Like, yeah, just give her a break. Give a, her a break. It's yeah. a tiny lie. But like, she no, just, no, no, that's no, no, no. Bad. But like, you, bad girl. By the end, you kind of feel very sorry for Judith because a series of events basically unfold as they're asking and answering these questions, and you know they go off on a little adventure, and they both get a bit drunk, and Jay oh. still admits that he loves her, and all of this stuff, and then freaks out and runs away and leaves yeah. her in a lurch Classic. again. Um, which I'm just spoiling the whole plot now, so I that's, should probably stop do doing that. that. This is totally we can do that. Yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. We, we warn everyone that this is a spoiler. Spoilers for everyone. Mm, and mm, you mm. can go and li- – it doesn't take long to listen listen to this. No, it's, um, um, it's broken up. You can listen to it in three segments supposedly. So if you jump up on Google and just search 36 Questions Podcast Musical, the first link you find should be – um, essentially their page and they should have three about 45 minute long recordings yep. and you can listen to it in three sections and they're clearly defined and they sort of start and end each section quite nicely in a little package. And it's available on every podcatcher that I've searched on yeah, like yep. and Spotify. So. Definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, like the, I think the music is on Spotify but the podcast, the itself, is, the podcast itself is not. Isn't. Yeah. So if you jump on Spotify, there's going to be a lot of blanks that you're not going to understand, I guess, because there's a lot more said on the podcast yeah. itself. And that's um, all the blanks that I'm now having filled in, being like, which, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, which you'll be just like, oh, I can – it's a very clear story. So it's not like I've come with perceived 
reading <laughs> and that's why I understand the musicals. So, yeah. I've yeah. really thought about it, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've really. Mm, yeah. I've gone back. I have a wall full of red yarn. Connected the dots. Connected the dots. All right. Well, so of course it starred uh, Jonathan Groff was mm-hmm. the big name in it. Yes, Jonathan Groff and the other girl. Oh, what was her name? <laughs> when you're just not as famous I as Jonathan Groff. Well, I believe in the article that I were in one of the articles I read, it was like headlined by it's Jonathan n- Groff with up and coming. Uh, I can't find her name. I'm actually scrolling. We're all scrolling. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's. It's uh oh, I'm so sorry I wrote down Jay this name. Jay, I'm well too many paragraphs in. Ellen. No, that's questions. one of the. This is awful. It starts with J. I'm pretty sure. Um, as well. Is it Julie? Because that's the best name. Ever. Uh, Jesse Shelton. Yes, yes, Jesse yep. Shelton. Um, and she is wonderful. Actually, she's got quite a unique voice. A very unique, very voice. unique voice. Um, so, in terms of uh, uh, how it was written, I think it was written for their voices. Um, so it's, I would be really interested to see somebody take on that particular role because it seems like some very unique singing yeah. styles. I think you, you'll have the same thing that you do mm. when you see people do the last five years. They yeah, always yeah, have a similar yeah, yeah, yeah. sound to the yeah. original Kathy. Yep. Yeah, people Kathy is rough. very <laughs> rarely go outside of, to reimagine a character's voice, yeah. which is equally disappointing and I guess good in some ways. Mm, mm. So um, you don't want a French Kate monster. I, I guess we should also <laughs> shout out to uh, the to Two Up, which yes. is the the production yes. house. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so they they made um, another podcast called Lime Town, which wasn't a musical, um, uh, and The Wilderness. Uh, that's it was kind of like a a serial meets X Files if your serial podcast. Mm, serial's good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Are you talking about the food, the breakfast cereal? <laughs> I'm gonna just let you guys think about it. All right, okay. Uh, so yeah, so they produce this, and like I am very excited about the possibility of the musical format moving into the podcast into the podcast world. Arena. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, just following on from that, shout out to Zach Ake, Zach Akers, and Skip Bronke who have set that up. Yeah, um, yeah, um, because this is a really cool innovation that I would also love to see. More of um, because Absolutely. you can. Yeah, but who do we know that could do a podcast musical? Like, who can even like? Well, anybody who can write a basic musical for starters. Yeah, the problem is I know too many composers, <laughs> and so if I ask yeah, one, then yeah, all the true. others are going to be. But see, like, why didn't you ask me? It'd be I rude not to ask Benedict. He wrote all our music. The wonderful thing about it, though, is usually when you've got another project for like a musical theatre there you write as much as you can and then it gets to a stage where you're like oh I've got a limited amount of time to put this on put it in a stage what yeah. and then it becomes time constrainty and a lot more pressure with this you can take as long as you want essentially to just build the pieces it's kind it, of like it an is, album it's kind of sense. releasing a musical as an album yeah. as an album yeah but with much more story and all the sound effects that you might not even be able to put on stage but can put within uh, recording, which is quite, was quite good. Yeah. Like duck sounds, for example, <laughs> in thirty six questions. Oh, we're out of duck sounds. We're fresh out of duck sounds today. Here's a rim shot. But we hey. Can give you a rim shot. So <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, if, if we've finished talking about the 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 basic details. Yeah. We're going to get into our new main section: Ooh. lessons that we've learned. Lessons that we've learned.
Okay, what have we learnt, people? So much. Mm. Well, the 36 questions themselves are a very interesting cultural artefact. Yes, concept, yeah, definitely. I've done them. Yes. Have you done them? I've done them not with a partner. Like I've just gone You've through the You've asked them of were. yourself. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm eternally Zane single. Zane and Nick's like, were like, yeah. <laughs> the cats, those yeah. guys are bonded now though. <laughs> and that four minutes of looking into each other's eyes, that just mm. really mm. sealed it yeah. for them. Have um, you done them? I haven't been in a relationship to do them yet. As in I found them after my last after. relationship. Um yeah. So yeah, no, it's I a make or break. Be careful with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it holds much power. It My does. problem is whenever I maintain eye contact for some with someone for long enough, they just burst into to, into giggles. Julie, you, I know you're making eye contact with me now. Remember, guys, we've only got an hour. <laughs> we've, only, uh, we've got to keep know. it under an hour. Um, so just going through, like these are very interesting questions, just mm. in and of themselves, yeah, to kind definitely. of make you think. About yourself, because these are questions that you might not normally pose to yourself. Definitely, um, yeah. No, I think I think them's yeah. They, there's a lot to learn about you, not only the other person but yourself. Yeah, is yeah. What that, you're getting at. That yeah, of said, course. if you would like to do them with a potential partner, it is better to go in not knowing the questions because it gives a genuine reaction mm, on both sides. Which is good otherwise, because I've forgotten most of them, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise you're there and asking the questions off cuff and your partner might be like, well, at my dinner party I've really thought about this and I would like to have the following people. And you're like, oh, this is not hot. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't as sexy as I wanted it to be. Yeah. And I think the, the further you get away from that 2015 release, the, the more likely it is that at least one of you is going to know some of the questions. Yeah, and that's yeah. dinner party question. Like that's I think that's number number one or one. two. Number one, Miranda yeah. and I did it today <laughs> <laughs> for for a reason. Like that's that's a pretty common getting to know you question. Like if you could have a dinner party, who would you invite? Who would you invite, Zane? Yeah, go on. Uh, do they have to be alive? No, alive or dead. Robin Williams. No, that's that's a good one. That's a very good one. Oh, in the round in the field. <laughs> that's right. Oh. Uh, like there's there's a lot of things that I'd like to talk to Robin Williams about. Oh, stop it. I'm going to cry. <laughs> well, who would you invite? Tom Hanks. All right. You have a crush on Tom Hanks. I do have a crush on Tom Hanks. Actually, like strangely enough, Barack Obama. All right. Yeah. I, I think, that, I think he seems like a very interesting person and would have a lot of clever insights on the world. Is that because he's a time traveler? Possibly. Different no. podcast. <laughs> Different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that not only do the 36 questions uh, are interesting in themselves but also as, like, a something that the culture has, our, our culture has generated as, like, ah, oh, you're having trouble feeling emotions? Here's a handy 36-question quiz. Yeah. <laughs> to open yourself up about. Yeah. yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to reveal yourself to your partner. It mm. is revealing though. Yeah. It no, really absolutely. is. Because yeah, some definitely. when I did last time, some of the questions I was like, oh yeah, nope, not falling in love here. <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. <laughs> you so that's some, that's something that I learned. Yeah. I um, learned um within my digging uh, about this musical and learning like uh, obviously I was like, oh Jonathan Groff was quite famous. Yeah. In twenty fifteen uh, well sorry, yeah, not yeah. twenty seven, eight what what year are we in? We are in 2019, so 2018 18. was when he did it. Yeah, it quite, like he was a, a famous dude by that time, and he's super, super willing to do a podcast. Yeah, happily um, hitting his stride, really. Yeah, but I didn't really know much more about him other than embarrassingly enough, Frozen. 
Because <laughs> he plays Kristoff in Frozen. Yeah. But, um, and that's why they gave him the reindeer song. Because they realized that they gave Jonathan Groff a non-singing role. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. row. And we that's why get... Frozen 2 coming may <laughs> probably have a bit more. Hefty amount of singing. Hefty amount of... Well, I didn't realize, disgustingly enough, that um, he was a semi-finalist on The Voice. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Oh, that's is all right. It? Plenty of people I mean, have gone there. You know, it depends Jonathan how you Groff do it. Now. He is Jonathan yeah. Groff so. now. And he's done so many amazing like, musicals. Lots of Netflix shows as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's true. Yeah, very famous guy. So. And, and I will say in, in terms of, of someone famous doing this project, like yeah. this project being a podcast does give um, people who would otherwise have very hectic schedules a, like – a time. bit more freedom. Like you yeah. can kind of fit in recording yeah, if definitely. you just have a yeah. day off or a day or two off. Um, so you could essentially have your dream cast if you can fit into their one yeah. day a year that they have. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I did you find out. You just need to take a while. <laughs> it was July 2017 that the right. pod- ah, podcast yeah, came cool, out. Cool, 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 cool. I keep forgetting that we're in 2019. Mm. Don't talk about <laughs> it. <It's- laughs> Well, setting. That's what it is. Uh, what I learned, um, I learned uh, two things. Um, but I think the overarching theme and lesson from like the musical itself, not necessarily the thirty-six questions, is that like love is extremely complicated and has the power to override all other particularities and sensibilities that we might otherwise have. Yeah. So, um, Deep. because I think they really sort of hit home on that. That you know, like Natalie. Judith, Natalie slash Judith, wouldn't have continued using her name Natalie if she wasn't so in love with Jace Yeah, because, you know, she didn't want to lose him. And, of course, when it came to light that she was, she essentially lost him, you know. Um, And it's kind of why she lies and, you know, there's a whole big part about why she lies and that's kind of it. That's really sad too. Yeah. Upon the realisation, even though I thought it was only a short time she'd been lying for, to me, the question came about, and I guess it's because I'm just not <laughs> that kind of person. Mm. But if I got to the end of a first date and I'd been lying about who I was, I'd be like, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're a really cute guy and I'm a bit of a psycho, FYI. <laughs> um, I may have made up the following things <laughs> and just <laughs> list them off there and then. And be yeah. like, but you're a cool guy and we can get over this. And would you like to meet Judith? Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> she's it's, a rad chick. It's me, it's, it's, oh, that's yeah, me. It's just me. <laughs> but I'm also amazing. Yeah, um, but like, and then just like other things, like you know, Jace has very strong moral standings, which very black through, and white, very very black and white, which throughout the show he falters on and changes because mm. of yeah Fair. certain things. So. And I, I I do enjoy in this one speaking of the difference between the two characters mm. is that he is shown as being a bit more neurotic yeah. than she is, yes. especially like his opening song where he's going through the, his list keeps yeah, rolling. He's like, and- this is a song that you would mm. usually hear a woman singing about and just like no matter what she does, she can't get everything done and it just keeps getting more and more and getting more chaotic more and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I think that that's a really interesting kind of switch also that she's the one that made a mistake and she's trying to win him back. Yeah, yeah. Usually it would be the other way around who has made a terrible mistake and is trying to win a woman back. Yeah. Um, But also if you don't take a step back and think of it in that it doesn't feel odd, it's just a different story. Yeah. Um, So I think that the writers did a really good job. Uh, Yeah, I think it's a really – 
It's a clever story um, in the sense that, like, when you think of the 36 questions being made into a musical, if you just know the 36 questions, (laughs) you're like, I think, like, a more obvious musical is just, like, oh, two people unwittingly meeting each other, getting these 36 questions and falling in love after some trials maybe. But this is, like, a completely, like, just a wild card musical that is just, like, lands so well, I think, just how they've done it. My brain mm. didn't even put together the two and two. <laughs> but at first I was like, when when Zane was like, oh, we're doing 36 questions, I was like, okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'll have to Google what that <laughs> podcast, uh, that musical's all about. Yeah. And then I was, uh, it was only once I started listening to it and I was probably about four songs in and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you've been there, you've done them. Mm. It's the 36 questions. But I don't think the situation with her being the one that is trying to win him back is unique to um, – it's not unique to life, but it is unique yeah, to musical theatre. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's – It's underrepresented it in musical theatre maybe. Kind of – I would class this musical as a romantic comedy. Yes. yes. It's, and so yeah, I think it's it, a rom-com. Yeah. yeah, and I think you do have romantic comedies where the woman's trying to win the man back. Yeah. But it's very rarely that the woman's made a terrible mistake – that she has to try and apologise. In a rom-com. Yeah. 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 Except in the last few years, like Bridesmaids and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, musical theatre does take that bit longer to, to get there. catch up. Yeah. Um, something I learned about myself listening to this musical, um, I, I really do like this musical and I love what it means for musicals in general as well as podcasts, but I really missed the big musical number. Oh, yeah, me yeah. Actually, that was too. Yeah, there's no. Um, there are there are definitely songs. there are full shorts, and there are some songs that I love, and there are other songs that I'm like, ah, oh, I kind of want to skip this one now because I'm kind of over the the, yeah. the, the form of it. Um, but there are others that are really, really beautiful and really capturing. But you're right. There yeah, is, there's it, no there is big. There's one or two maybe show number three I guess. kinds of songs mm. in the show. And I think the one that gets closest is We Both Like. Yes. Um, because yeah. it's where they, I think yeah. it, it's like one of the few duets actually, um, which really you see their actual relationship. That was the first time that I was like, oh, this is moving a bit faster. Yeah. yeah in yeah. terms of like literal tempo, Draws this is you in. finally so moving nice. a little bit faster. Yeah. For me, I had the same problem. I was like, there's nothing that is particularly catchy mm. in this. Mm. There's definitely good songs in within the musical, but it does seem like they've taken, uh, you know, one um, particular um, song that's got a lot of exposition in it from another musical, but that's, all of their songs. Yeah. And yeah. that's but that's comes down to format as well because it is a conversational musical and it is exposition that drives this musical yeah. and it's not a visual form so you're not getting any cues that's from yeah, yeah. from visual. And I think when you are writing like when you're writing a musical for stage you are taking an account the space that you have to work in, yeah. the lighting that you can oh, have, yeah. the effects oh, that you could they put can, into a They song. can assume and see. Yeah. Set, yeah. Whereas when you're just recording something, you don't have that that push to go that like f- spectacular. Yeah, yeah definitely. And yes. I think I definitely did miss that mm. because mm. there's not a lot of songs that – it's basically like all reset. I mean, <laughs> But in saying that – I love a, a good villain song. Yeah. I was just I was just waiting for someone to have for a someone to, a villain. No, it was just someone to like break down and yeah. admit yeah. wrong. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and because I was really hoping for that song and like you just didn't get it. But mm. what what you got I I like, but yeah, it was yeah. just kind of like I just wanted that 
big so, big song that I can latch onto and go like, yes, I'm going to learn this song and that's going to be my song yeah, on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not particularly a feel-good musical. No, actually, it's emotional. Like, it's the, very the emotional. End, the end note that you land on is actually quite, oh, like it, it's not like a, oh, that's great that they're friends. Mm. It's no, it's no. like, oh, that's. Oh, the lesson is you have to sort of be shit in life and that's how you get through life yeah. is, is pretty much what it ends on. And now, what is um, Zane's motto? Which one? People are trash. Oh, sorry. People I was torn trash. between people are trash yes. and old people feeling things. But, like, <laughs> in, in saying all this, though, I, I, I really think um, it deserves a bit of leeway in the sense that it is the first kind Absolutely. of thing of its kind. And I think it's really good for being the first of its kind. Like, how many and things kicked off and then didn't kick off at all because they were exactly. terrible. This is actually really good. It's um, message It's got nuggets strong. of greatness. Um, and I will say there have been other podcast musicals that have come after this one. <gasps> one of them is particularly bad. Oh, nice. It is. <laughs> um, RuPaul did a Christmas musical oh, no. um, with his sidekick. I always blank on her name. Michelle. Michelle yeah. as Mrs. Claus. Oh, no. It was pretty bad. That said, I'm looking for my, my Spotify right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Listen to it. Um, I couldn't get very far into it. It was yep. It was just. Wait, was Rue Santa? I don't. I I didn't. I don't think I ever heard Rue. <laughs> I think I, I got like two and songs And see this, this, I think, like you need to be clever about how you go about this because I, what, I think the thing that I really loved about 36 Questions was that it was as though they were just recording it on their phone, like for the record, yeah, and everything yeah. had this this key device that it worked around, which was just a phone, and it was only you only ever got input when they were actively like, oh, I'm going to turn on the recording and record this bit. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm going through. Yeah. Oh, we're having this discussion for the record. You know, and it was sort of like it drew it all in. Yeah. Like I don't think you could necessarily do something like – because it's a different feeling. Like you could do it, but like, for example, it would just be listening to a musical soundtrack. Um, cast recording. Or a cast – yeah, a cast recording. <laughs> he's very specific No, 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 that. it's good. It's, I'm glad <laughs> no, that no, he's we, specific. We've got feedback about that as well. Yes. Whenever we call no, 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 you're right. <laughs> I'll call um, it what I want, thanks. But like, yeah, you would just be listening to and feel like you're listening to a cast recording if it wasn't something like – Oh, we're going to describe this actual recording device and why we're recording yeah. this. So it's it's like a you found know. footage. Yeah, musical. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I think it is a very clever device, and it makes it yeah. more compelling to listen to. Mm. Um, and like I said, there are a number of songs that I find really catchy, and I find yeah, myself yeah. humming. But I, I got to the end, and I'm like, oh. And I'm trying to think back to back over the songs because I usually ask myself like, what's my favorite song? Because that's yeah, what yeah. I ask w- yep. when we get yep. to the podcast. I'm like. I don't know. I'm gonna to have to go back and listen again. That's it. Yeah, um, mm. I can't. I kind of. It kind of left me wanting more. Actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I was hoping for a sneaky fourth part to be revealed to me all of a sudden, and I was like, Oh no. Well, that's where it ends. Two up, if you're no. listening. <laughs> yeah, two up. Come on. <laughs> part four, please. Do you know what I would like as a part four, which is sick and twisted, but I would like. What? One of them has passed away in whatever fashion. And the other reflecting on the ways that they handled that they situation. They handled that situation. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Whether it's quite it's interesting. The girl that passes away or the guy the way. Mm. I think both or like, maybe a flip side of both. I liked the reality of how it ended is in that like, you know, not all love stories are perfect. Yeah. Um, but I, I think in my part four, just because I am such a 
stupid, dumb, <laughs> romantic, um, is that I would like to see them kind of reconcile, reconcile, and at least come back in a way that seems a bit more solid. Yeah, you know, um, a bit more of a bit yeah, a bit more of, more a, of a ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they don't necessarily have to get back together as a couple, except it seems like oh, we're going to meet up and just like talk briefly, and then we're yeah. probably not going to see each other ever again. Thing. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Any other any other lessons that we've learned or shall we move on? Oh, yeah. My other one was that these musical podcasts are something that we should keep running with and I really like the idea. That yeah, was the absolutely. other lesson that I learned and it, like it's it's an obvious one, really. I, I can't make any promises, but this is a project that I would love to be involved in. Yeah. So I, yeah, I yeah. am... Well, you, you've got I've, the equipment. I've got tentacles really? out there. And I don't have the exact equipment. We do oh, need well, a legitimate we've, we've recording got the, We've got the recording <laughs> equipment. We do need a studio yeah. and, um, of course, instrumentalists bringing and their instruments. a composer. And a composer, yes. So, so what there's a few really, pieces to build in. What uh, we're really saying is pop onto patreon.com. Yeah. Pop onto Patreon. <laughs> Give us lots of money and uh, we can what? sort that one out for you. Yeah. You know what, everyone? <laughs> wow, this is another promise. This Guys, is another promise. This is one that I'm very comfortable with. Yeah. I think at 500 patrons, mm-hmm. I will commit to producing a podcast musical. Yeah, there yeah, done. I, I, we have we have I live shows. I would love shows, to be a part of that. Live shows promised at 300. At 500, I will make I will make a podcast musical. Let's Ooh. do it. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to call it there. We're going to take a break, and we will come back and talk about our dream cast. Do, do, do. Dreamcast. Cast it. it. Jonathan Groff. Is it? Yeah, Jonathan. Can we do better? Um, so, actually, I I'm, I uh, thought about this a bit um, because, like, I think this is actually quite easily adaptable to stage this one in a sense. Um, but, like, you'd have to, like, alter whatever the key device is, except you could still have that key device of, like, the recording device on stage and kind of work it. Um, so, like, I think if I were going to see it on stage and not really hear it, I would probably want to see Jeremy Jordan mm. and mm. Laura Dreyfus, who played mm. Zoa Murphy in Dear Evan Hansen. Um, yeah. I think because also I think her her vocal quality would also suit the role quite well yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would really like to see that combination. I think that would be quite interesting. I mean, um, I, I always kind of just want to see him. Jeremy Jordan. Like if he appeared yeah. right now, just there, I wouldn't I just, be mad I just, about I just want to see him. Yeah. I just want to see him. Um, I would like to see Zac Efron as the audio producer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Zac would would play no play it really well. The other thing is we don't know he wouldn't. That's true. Can't rule it out. Can't. I don't know. He won't. He, there's no role that he can appear shirtless in. He can record shirtless. I'm recording shirtless right now. All right. Uh, it is one of his superpowers and in a podcast <laughs> format. His superpower is just undercut. That's yeah, that's his kryptonite uh, being my, recorded instead of seen. <laughs> my one pick for the male role would be Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good call, actually. Yeah. Two very different reactions. No, yeah, Ooh, no, yeah. I love that. L. Why? Why did? Why not? Jake why not? Yeah. We don't. know he can sing it. We know he can. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. And I, I, why I, I, is that I, I, a not enough reason, people? And that's fine. I'm, I don't I want think to. He has 
such a broad range of ability, acting ability, yeah. um, and and not only like acting on screen but also vocal acting ability. Yes, yes. Um, he, he's done such varied roles in the last few years that I think yeah, that this definitely. is definitely um, something he could think. Sunday in the Park to. with George. Yeah, his rendition of that is beautiful. Um, mm, mm. Um, I agree with that for. Uh, Judith for Judith, uh, Betsy Wolf. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm about that. Betsy yeah. Wolf it's a very different sound than than what we get. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that's what we need to challenge. Yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely it as well. Like I realized in my pick of Laura Dreyfus, I was like, oh yeah, I'm kind of just picking what. Well, like I uh, know I love Laura Dreyfus, and I think she'd do it mm. differently in an acting sense. Yeah. Um, but like I was like, oh yeah, actually, I kind of had slotted into a very similar vocal style, and. Yeah, that what we kind of do need is a difference in mm. that to really explore what else the it can that be. It can be. Yeah. yeah, and I think um, that's and that's why I picked Jeremy Jordan actually because I think it's he has a very different vocal quality to Jonathan Goff. Definitely a brighter, a brighter vocal one quality, and I think he could find a lot more. I think the tricky well. thing that we have with this reoccurring theme of people imitating the original yeah. artist yeah. is um, a very real a real possibility for vocal damage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, and it's also just like a problem at its core with the arts right now, is because like, well, what, what's the point of because, just recopying? Because people, well, you know, like, also as an audience, you go, they're now going expecting to hear the cast recording. That's it, yeah. and that's the problem, is yeah. because like we've actually taught our audience for the longest time what they believe is perfection of the role, exactly. Which, you know, people who aren't artists listening. Art is not perfect, perfect yeah. in any way, shape, or form, and it's the imperfections that make it beautiful. And I imper- think in an imperfect vocal performance could be made a perfect performance. That's it. By the acting that precisely, yeah. you know, and so like just take everything. Let's just take that as new, another lesson, you know? guys. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. For every every single thing. We need here to start challenging it because yeah. we learned by proxy. Yes. What really grinds my gears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look, my my lady. Audra, I think she would my do lady. a great job, but I don't think she's, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. my first pick. My lady. Would you like her Not to, my lady, my lady. Would you like mm. her to be an audio producer with Zay, uh, not Zay, Zach Efron on this one? <laughs> they can do it together. They can push the buttons. Sure. Oh, Why not? Yeah. Push those buttons. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say we're going – I think we, we've mastered the Dreamcast, so we're going to go move forward with our top five lists. What top five list would it belong on? Now, this question kind of confused me because I was like, ah, oh, what's ah, what top five? Let list? me explain. So, but to you. so the only one that I have got down as well. Well, definitely top five musical podcasts because Crushed it. I, I win <laughs> musical podcasts. Can we include Podcast ourselves? Musicals. Podcast musicals. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I did um, sing a bit before. You know, yeah. We do so, get fairly musical. So top five list is if it appears on a top five list, what are some that it would appear on? So you're totally okay. right. Yep. Top five podcast musicals. Yep. Top five um, duos that carry the show. Two person. Two yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, look, I'm going to say I'm going to say top five Jonathan Groff performances. Um, yeah, I think I, we just see we see so much of him in this show. Yes, well, we hear so much of him in this show that I would put it on. It's definitely my top five favorite of his outings. 
I agree. And I, I think it's quite impressive what he does in the sense that, like, well, usually we're always seeing Jonathan Groth and we're seeing all the aspects that he usually puts into a performance. And I really find it valuing, if that's not really a word, um, but I enjoy that he can give so much and all we're listening to is a recording, yeah. except I've gotten everything and he's made everything quite clear and precise, I think. Yeah. And you don't get that all the time. And I think that's... Especially in musicals, you, know, you don't always get... That's it. Like even with you, all the aspects. If like, you have notes and you have dynamics that you're trying to hit, you don't always put in the acting into yeah. your voice. Yep. And I think Jonathan Groff and Jesse in this one yes, as well... Yeah, definitely. ...put so much into their voices. Like I think that's a uh, something that needs to be recognised. Most definitely. I don't know anything else that Jesse has done, so it's obviously in her top five outings for <laughs> yeah, me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, from our perspective, <laughs> at <Yes>. least. <laughs> Any other top fives? Mm-hmm. Definitely top mm. five musicals featuring a quiz. Yes, yeah. Name the other four. I don't have any others. That's, that's, that's why it's in the top five. <laughs> it's in the top one, really. Yeah, what a good. musical. What a musical. Is there one in Legally Blonde? I can imagine that there would be one in Legally Blonde, like a Cosmo quiz or something. Mm, I know that would be a Maybe question briefly for, mentioned, but, for uh, Miranda who has been in the musical. Maybe. And if she were here and not talking to someone, she could answer that question. <laughs> Alas, she's not here. So she's not here. we will just have to. Question? Is what there, was the question? Is there a quiz in Legally Blonde? A quiz yeah. in Legally Blonde? Yeah. Do mm. they reference like a Cosmo quiz or something in, in... Or do you know of any other musicals that have such a thing? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miranda has just arrived. She's at the microphone now. She is no, and she she's was, under she was pressure. here before <laughs> to do her intro song. That it was, was I? Was, <laughs> yes, you were. No, you are. Sorry, See? it's a little yes. late. Um, is there a Cosmo quiz? I don't think there is a quiz. Hmm. And if there is, I it's a what I'm very I know there mention. is possibly another one, though, in another musical. Actually, Maybe. like, does Into the Woods even sort of have something no. that's kind of similar I yeah. mean, as in, as in The Witch? Figure but, uh, out her riddle. It's a riddle. Yeah, yeah. It's like a riddle, but it's not really the same. She, she also yes. really Stop. obviously gives them the answer to yes, the riddle. Yes, because she's up. right about everything <laughs> all the way through, and nobody listens. That's right. Idiots, fools. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't listen fools. to the previous part of this. I'm going to have to listen to the episode when it comes out and then get back to you with an answer because I'm out of context. No idea. All right. Well, yeah. fantastic. You know, just, yeah. Have a lovely day, everyone. Just mention on social media with everyone else. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if – do we have any other mm, – No. It's difficult well, because actually, there's no other production elements um, Yeah, that's it. About. Like it's – Top five costumes. Top five staging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, top, well, five. Like, top five musicals with no costuming requirements. I guess um, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm sure there probably is something that's related to the New York Times and musicals, and I would say that's probably top five of that. As in, I'm, I'm sure we'd probably have top five low budget covered. Oh, yeah, actually that's Because a good one. if you've already got the – Equipment to do it. Yeah. You don't really need much You more. don't need much, no. Yeah, easier to stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you have the ability fine. to do so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anything cool. else? No, I think that's about it. Well, okay. Well, I've really enjoyed talking about 36 questions. Tom, thank you for bringing it on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Thanks for having me here and um, great musical to share. And I suggest everyone should go and listen to it. Well, hopefully really everyone... Easy. You've got all the time in the world. Has gone to go listen to it now. Yeah, good. Um, Is there anything you would like to plug before we head off? I don't really have much to plug. Um, I mean, you are on another podcast on the network? Yes, actually, yeah. Go check out Floof and Papa, most definitely. 
Um, and I have really enjoyed um, Law and Disorder, so um, <laughs> go and check that out as well, um, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, so Law and Disorder is currently in between wow. its second and third season. Mm. Where did it go? Getting a plug. Yeah, and well. I'm loving it, so yeah. <laughs> it's good. Miranda and me are on that one. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us, Tom. If you want to find out more about uh, Musical Story Me Anything I Know, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Instagram. And if you want to be part of the push for us to do a podcast musical. You can do it, guys. Yes. Go to patreon.com forward slash musical store me everything I know. We currently have far less than 500 patrons. I mean, not far less, but... A- yeah. A few less than 500 <laughs> patrons. A few hundred less but than But we have 500. patrons is the point. We do have patrons and we love them. They are the best people in the entire world. Shout out to all of them. Um, I was going to give one a specific shout out. Oh, which one? Just oh wait now I'm not sure that he's Patreon is he a Patreon yeah oh hi Matt Trezor. <laughs> shout out to Matt Trezor. he is also super hey, active friend. on our social media we love talking to Matt nice. I actually do I enjoy what he has to say <laughs> um and if you can't spare any dollars to give to us then you can help us out by going on to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice, giving us a rating and a review or doing that on Facebook. That gets us uh, into the algorithms and gets the internet to push us out without us having to push it ourselves. That interwebs tell you now. Clever thing. And if you want to find out more about this podcast or any of the other podcasts on the network, just go to that'snotcanon.com and you'll find all the information there. So that has been another episode of Musical Summary Everything I Know. I hope that you have enjoyed the new format. Let us know on social media if you did or didn't. I have been Zane C. Weber here with... Julie Eisentrager. And thank you again to Tom Hooley. We'll see you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.